Speaking the truth to the state capitol, this is Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Well, it is Monday, December 5th on Drive Time Lincoln. Welcome to the show. I'm Doug Fitzgerald filling in for the commander all week long. I think he's down south. I think he's sunning himself somewhere, Johnny. So uh, we'll take care of business this week. He'll be back next week. Uh, Behind the board, that's my producer for today and always, Johnny Cadillac. Johnny, I got a question for you. All right. right. I heard that you've got a new addition to your family over the weekend. I do. And? I have a kitten. And uh, I'm quickly discovering how much she likes to use her claws. And uh, my, my, my hands and wrists are feeling it, but uh, she is a bundle of joy, and I absolutely adore her. Well, there you go. Go on social media. You'll be able to see Johnny's new cat. What's the name? Holly. Holly? Holly, yep. So like Holly, Christmas Holly, yep, yep. all that stuff. Good. Well, congratulations. Thank you. See, now you kind of have a little bit of a taste what it's like to be a parent. A little <laughs> Something bit. Something like that, yeah. Not much, but a little bit. So, <laughs> All right. Uh, well, the weather outside, 35 degrees. And uh, all week long, we're going to be in the 40s. And so uh, what does Jack say? It feels like 29. So we got a little wind chill out there. So take advantage of the week, uh, but also make sure you're bundling up. All right. We have a powerful, and listen close, a very important show lined up for today. Uh, back in August and September, Union Bank and Trust was conducting the Big Give, where um, they were giving away 10 nonprofits uh, in Lincoln and Lancaster County, $100,000 each for a total of a million dollars given away um, to amazing organizations throughout the city. I had the honor of announcing one of the nonprofit recipients uh, here on Drive Time Lincoln back in September. I've got a name. It's a local nonprofit whose mission is to end sex trafficking here in Lincoln, Nebraska, uh, Lincoln and also in Nebraska as well. And I got to meet and form a relationship and a friendship uh, with their executive director, Paul Yates. And over the past 12 weeks, I've learned so much more about their mission and all that they're doing to end the horrific act of sex trafficking here in Lincoln and the state. So uh, I believe that uh, they're deeply impacting um, young girls and women uh, throughout the city and throughout the state. And I want to make sure that we continue to bring awareness to this issue so people are aware. So I asked Paul to come on in today uh, again and share with us about this problem that's really corrupting our city and destroying lives in so many girls and young women's lives. He's going to talk about the hardcore facts here in just a minute along with the mission of I've Got a Name and the life-changing stories um, that you're having as you're impacting these women and then also how we can join in the process to be able to help out as well uh, as listeners and throughout the community. Um, so Paul, welcome back to Drive Time Lincoln. Appreciate you being here. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity. Well, this is a great show. It's a very important show. As a matter of fact, you also asked um, one of our Lincoln Police Department uh, officers to come on in as well to kind of really give us a feel for what is happening on the ground here in Lincoln. So Captain Jake Dillsaver is here, and uh, you do some great, amazing work, Jake. We got to meet you today, and I'm excited because I think this friendship is going to be for a long time, and you have a passion for really helping, uh, like I said, girls and young women in this area of sex trafficking. So thanks for coming in, and you're welcome to jump in anytime. Thank the you. conversation. Thank you very much, Doug. Thanks for having me. You're right. It's an important friendship. It, it, at the end of the day, it's an important partnership to make our community a little bit better. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Paul, I remember um, when I first got on your website, I've got a name.org, several weeks ago, I was shocked. I was shocked by the current sex trafficking stats that are here in Lincoln and Nebraska. What's the current state of uh, this problem? Well, those stats that I gave you back then were from a uh, some research from Creighton University back in 2016 that I, I believe back then was 
Wow, ahead of its time, really, for for some research specifically about Nebraska and um, this horrific issue of sex trafficking. And then when you look at Lincoln, too, I'm, I'm first always going to say this. I don't like statistics, but I do. It, it illustrates the issue, but statistics are numbers. Right. Now, we're talking about human beings. Right. We're talking about women and girls. And so Creighton came up with some some numbers that were just mind-boggling. And this was from research from a, a website called Backpage that's no longer online it's i'm sure in the dark web and so it's just a piece of the pie just a piece of the pie but they indicated that every 30-day period at least 900 women and girls are for sale individually multiple times every 30-day period Mm. in our city in lincoln nebraska at least 200 girls are sold every 30-day period multiple times in our city and i'm going to say it again statistics are always underestimated and most of the women and girls that we work with are not being sold online. Hmm. So that's just a piece of the of the pie. And these but are very important. Yeah, I'm a dad. I've got a daughter. I mean, these are are young girls and women. What's the average age? The average age in in our country is around 13, 14 depending on what research you want to look at. It's young. It's very young. 12, 13 years of age. That's the average age. Hmm. I mean, we're working with a young girl now that's 12. We started when she was 10. Hmm. You know. So, yeah. And then the average cost per hour in our state is $210 an hour. These are people with money. It's money and power. It has nothing to do with the, the beauty of a, a loving relationship at all. Right. And I think the, the, the picture that we have as well, if you're not aware like I wasn't, um, you know, this idea of a pimp, and the reality is it's actually more than more than that. It's almost you know, that's the average person. You would never guess who it is, right? We've got these we've got these ideas of what it's like in the movies. Yeah. But that's not the case, is it? That, that's right. One of the biggest challenges we have is just getting rid of these stereotypes we have right. in our heads and i'll just i'll say one thing i don't use the word pimp because a lot of times it can denote a certain ethnic group okay i call right. i call him an owner i will not call a, a a woman that's lost in the life of prostitution i will not call her a prostitute i also will not call a buyer a john it's a beautiful name if you know their name call them by their name Okay, so it's buyer, owner. These are just some of my things that yeah. I've just, I've just yeah. grown up with. But yeah, that's what we want to know. Yeah, yeah. And, and most most of these victims, they know their perpetrator. You know, they know who they are. And uh, yeah, it, it's it's unfortunately very real out there. Um, and that's why we need to have more awareness in our community right. of what it is. Don't live in fear, but be live in awareness. Be more aware of your surroundings. And of course, with technology today too, it. It's great, but it's also frightening. Right. We'll talk about yep. the, you know, how that looks here in our community. So you're executive uh, director at I've Got a Name. Let's talk about the organization. Let's talk about your focus and what your purpose is and how you're how you're reaching and serving. Sure. Thank you so much. I, we have three pillars of our organization: awareness, 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 awareness. It's so important that we understand what this is and what it's not. Again, I just talked about the stereotypes and right. and how movies can get you to think certain things in certain ways and. The, your comment about the stranger, I always ask ask a five, six-year-old kid, what's a stranger look like? And probably they'll say some guy that's all smelly and dirty and a beard. And, you know, no, it's anyone you don't know. Mm-hmm. That's really what it is. So awareness is critical. And I've been fighting this since 2008, and I still don't understand it. Mm. So I'm learning, okay? And that's what we need to be all about, learning what this is. The second pillar is take action. And that's our street outreach. And that's the personal relationships that Pam and Megan build with women and girls who are either 
vulnerable to this injustice or they're lost and they're victims in it. I need to mention too, we understand that boys get trafficked too. They do. Mm-hmm. But our mission and our goal is to help protect, rescue and restore girls and women. If we come across a male, I'll get involved in that. Mm. Totally get involved in that. So I want to make that clear. But our our take our action is is our street outreach and Megan uses her past life experience to really relate to these women and girls. And a lot of times, Doug, it we're turning them 180 degrees. You know, their life is is not something that happened overnight, you know? And so having them change and see the light of hope in their life and what life can really be like and what love really is and can be. Mm-hmm. It's it's difficult. So it's building those trusting relationships with these women and girls. And someone asked us not too long ago, when do your services end? And Pam said they don't. Mm. They don't. I mean, we don't have an age restriction. We don't have a t- time limit. You know, uh, Megan's been with us for five years, and she still helps a young woman who's doing very well right now. Uh, she just texted her about a month ago, said, hey, do you have some time? I want to talk to you. I have some relationship questions I want to ask you about. Mm. You know, so so it's great. And then the third pillar is inspiration. I always say we're living in it right now, guys. You know, inspiration. Let's do something about right. it. You know, use your gifts that you have. Use your connections you have, your social connections. Don't. For those listening tonight, if this is new to you, go onto our website. Go learn more about it. But don't hold it to yourself. Share it with others. It's so critical that we share this with others to protect our daughters and our sons. I agree. I agree. That's why when I learned about this, I've been talking about it with people. And the people I've been sharing it with, most of them have no clue on what is happening right here in our city and how it's impacting people. So I appreciate what you do. Let's talk about the name. How did you get the name? (laughs) Okay. Uh, how do we get? The, I, I should mention. I think it's really cool. Yeah. I I, um, I need to mention Bob Burton. Uh, he's our founder. Uh, he works at the University of Nebraska Athletic Department, and what a great man! And I, I say that because this is such a man issue, and for a man to step up like he did, and um, it, it's incredible. And he heard about this at the first human trafficking conference at the University of Nebraska. It was an international conference. Um, I think back in two thousand nine. And he heard Kevin Bale speak one night, an international abolitionist. It's just a great, great man. And he was so taken back by this. He just broke his heart. Mm. And he got in his car. And if you're the right age group, you'll remember who Jim Croce was. But he heard the old song by Jim Croce, I've Got a Name. has nothing to do with this issue at all. But he thought every one of these women and these girls has a name, Mm. a God-given name. And they should be treated with love, respect, and dignity. And it went from there. And so that was Thursday night. And then there was an article in the Journal Star Saturday about the organization at the time I was working with overseas in Nepal. And he just couldn't believe it. And so we connected. And, you know, so I always say started as a song, became an event, actually, then became a nonprofit, <laughs> you know, and here we are. And, and God bless him, you know, and, and the people that are around us and supporting us. You know, talk to those women and girls that we're impacting. Mm -hmm. And it's not about Paul Yates. It's not about Megan or Pam. It's not about the organization. It's about these people out there that really need to be loved. We're going to talk about them in just a second. It's 520. You're listening to Drive Time Lincoln on 1499.3 KLIM. Talking with Paul Yates, Executive Director of I've Got a Name. Um, Serving our community now right here in Lincoln. Let's get back to the name. Let's get back to the individuals. Can you share a story or two about how you're impacting people's lives? Yeah, I think first and foremost, we take a lot for granted. You and I, all of us, we take a lot for granted. Simple things we take for granted. But simple things to these women and girls, like getting their birth certificate, getting their driver's license. Mm. You know, it's like, what? You'll do that for me? You can do that for me? 
you can help me find a job. You're, you're there for me all the time. It's huge. You know, um, I mean, I could tell you story after story. One, I, one I like to share is, is a young woman. I'll call her Taylor. You know, she was in a relationship with a gentleman, thought it was a good relationship with the partner she thought she was looking for. And, uh, long story short now, um, he was grooming her, Mm. you know, and he started manipulating her and controlling her. And when I read this story, when I give presentations, I always say, when I'm reading this, think of why didn't she get out? Why didn't she stop? Because you don't understand the dynamic of this grooming and the fear and the coercion and all these things that I hope we can get involved in. But, but the cool thing is, is that eventually she gets, she actually has had enough. She's so controlled, abused. She jumps out of the car. She's, she's taken out of the state. She jumps out of the car on a highway. She's going to end her life. That's mm-hmm. what it takes. But she ends up on the side of the highway, gets picked up by law enforcement, comes home afraid, ashamed, fearful, and change, starts changing her life. And she meets Megan. And, and Megan works with the organization. Yeah, Megan's our outreach director. And the rest is history. I mean, this progress and this process of building up with her and getting her to understand her value. And I'll never forget, I saw a text from her once. She started with this kind of good job and the Megan helped her find another job, um, a really good job in Lincoln. And one day she texted Megan. She said, hey, beautiful soul, do you have time for lunch this week? I mean, beautiful soul says a lot. Mm-hmm. That's their relationship. Yeah. you know. And she's the same one I just mentioned earlier, not too long ago. I, I want to talk to you about a relationship issues that I'm, you know, I want to make sure I'm going the right direction. In a lot of ways, Megan's a mother figure, you know, um, she's in her beautiful forties, but she's a mother to a lot of these mm-hmm. women and girls. So it's just a beautiful thing to see this transformation over the years, over the years, um, a great success story, but I can't mention enough how just loving them basic things, people that we say to people have such an impact. You know, yep. such an impact. Yep. So we have Captain Jake uh, Dillsaver here, and you work with the Lincoln Police Department. Um, you were talking about grooming, Paul. Jake, could you give us, you know, just give us some insight for those of us who don't know, what is grooming? What does it look like? Yeah, and I, I think Paul hit the nail on the head talking about grooming. But we, have, we if we go back a step in what human trafficking is, I mean, that's the baseline. Society sometimes, I think, has this idea that human trafficking is a 12-year-old gets abducted or kidnapped off the playground, right. hauled out to a hotel and, you know, chained up to a bed or something like that. And while egregious atrocities like that do happen across the world on occasion, you didn't hear an example like that from Paul. These are these are sometimes vulnerable people, our little people in our community who develop some level of trust with somebody and that person exploits that. Mm. That that trafficker exploits that. Um and, and that kind of of manipulation is exactly what leads this person, this young adult, this young person or female into a, a trafficking scenario. And sometimes that they themselves may not even identify it right. as that. Um, and from a law enforcement perspective, it's they're challenging cases and it's required that we have partnerships with I've got a name mm-hmm. that we have partnerships with advocates at the Brave B CAC that specialize in anti-trafficking mm-hmm. that can help connect with with the people of our community um, that help build those relationships because sometimes a cop showing up saying what happened what who where what when why how that's not going to 
you know, break down a lot of doors and gain connections, right? Right. right. And so we have to step back and be mindful of that. Okay. Well, we're going to have you come back and stick around, both of you, for the second half of the show. We're going to talk about, um, Jake, your just your perspective um, and what is really going on as well, because you're you're on the ground and, and seeing everything under uh, under a microscope where we a lot of us don't. And then how you interact with organizations like I've got a name to be able to help and serve. It's so good. Um, you know, there is also a phone number. I'm going to share it right now. Eight three three seven five seven. Five six six five. It's eight three three. Please look. So if you have uh, any concern for anyone, that's a great phone number anonymous, anonymously to be able to call and to get help. All right. It is five twenty five, and you're listening to Drive Time Lincoln on fourteen hundred and ninety nine three KLIN. You're getting the four one one from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on fourteen hundred and ninety nine three KLIN. Welcome back to Drive Time Lincoln. It's five twenty nine. I'm Doug Fitzgerald filling in for the Commander. Quick look at Husker sports. I'm telling you what, big basketball night from the men's basketball team. They beat Creighton, ranked number seven. Uh, they beat them sixty three to fifty three. Uh, they they're going into a very busy, important week. Wednesday night they take on tenth ranked Indiana pregame at six thirty, tip off at seven thirty, and then on. Saturday, fifth-ranked Purdue pregame at twelve uh, fifteen. Tip off at one fifteen. You can carry. Uh, we're going to carry both of those games right here on KLIN if you want to listen in. And then also the Husker volleyball team. We're all excited about them. They are on a roll. They beat Delaware State in Kansas in the first round of the NCAA tournament uh, Thursday. They travel out to Louisville and they'll be in the second round taking on Oregon. Uh, first serve for that one. That's an early game, 10 a.m., so you can check that out. I think we're going to have that on B107.3, so you can listen to uh, the women's Husker volleyball team as well. Well, thanks again for joining us on your drive home. We appreciate it. Paul Yates, the executive director of I've Got a Name, will continue to join us along with Captain Jake Dilsaver from the Lincoln Police Department. We're talking about human sex trafficking right here in Lincoln and in the state of Nebraska. Well, up next, we'll check in with Fox News and then KLIN News with Michael Wheeler. You are listening to Drive Time Lincoln on the voice of Lincoln, 1499 KLIN. Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499 KLIN. Well, thank you for joining us on your drive home today. It's 537, 35, and partly cloudy outside here in Lincoln. I'm Doug Fitzgerald filling in for the commander today. Jack will be back again in the seat next week. Uh, so we're looking forward to him coming back. We've got a busy week and schedule um, throughout the week on drive time. Tomorrow we're going to have students and parents from Acton Academy. It's going to be great. I toured them through the studios today and had great conversations with grade, middle, and high schooler students, and they are amazing. So we'll talk about critical thinking and how it's impacting our young kids. Thursday, Johnny's all excited. We've got pro wrestler Brian Blade on the show. He's going to come back. He's been on the show yep. before, so I'm excited to be able to spend some time with him. Plus, uh, on Wednesday and Friday, we've got some other things almost lined up in regards to candidates that are running for office here in Lincoln. All right. Well, today we're joined by Paul Yates, the executive director of I've Got a Name, a nonprofit working hard to end the evil trade of sex trafficking here in Lincoln and Nebraska. We're also joined by Captain Jake Dilsaver from the Lincoln Police Department. Now, um, trust me, when I first saw the stats i was i was blown away and i was shocked all right so um you know captain dilsaver here's the thing you are on the ground with the lincoln police department you are actually dealing with this on a regular basis what is the current climate in this area in lincoln uh it it's a real problem doug and i'm glad that we get opportunities like this thanks for having us for a chance to talk about this because to paul's point earlier awareness is one of the biggest pieces like what is sex trafficking how do i know that when i see it 
what can I do if I think that I see it? But these are real cases that we work with uh, on a on a very continuous basis, um, multiple cases this year. Um, and, you know, sometimes people might ask, well, it's just prostitution. Why are we wasting police services on that? Uh, I'm I'm telling you, number one, it's not just prostitution. These are these are human beings who are being manipulated. And if you think of like drug trafficking or trafficking of other things, these are human beings being trafficking, being trafficked. And they're also several young people, 10, 12. Yeah, what 30. is it? So t- tell us about the age that you guys are experiencing Certainly. with these young yeah, girls. We, we have many cases this year, um, and this is a similar fact pattern. I'll give you kind of a, an outline of what human trafficking is in Lincoln, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. It's a 13 or 14-year-old girl who has a troubled uh, home life for a multitude of valid reasons, right? And becomes befriended by somebody, an adult figure, um, a male in his 20s who creates an environment that she thinks she finds appealing, right? And to her, she feels valued. And we know that how that's accomplished for some people, right? That becomes a lifestyle that, that she is appealing to her relative to her home life. And the the trafficker says, you know, that this is a great lifestyle. Here's some ways that we can keep keep it going, keep it facilitated. You've got to do these acts. And in fact, you might you might get a little bit of the money from it. Right. Mm. And so you've got a 14 year old girl who is performing these sex acts as a as a commercial business on behalf of this trafficker. Right. That's human trafficking. And those are the cases that we work. That's why it's so important that that people recognize that across the community, that that's what human trafficking is. And those are the lives that are being impacted by it. Um, And they're not able to give consent. I mean, we're talking about about young girls. Sure. And I, I guess I would ask if. If the idea of, you know, legal prostitution were proposed, what would be the legal age? Because I can tell you that a lot of these these victims of sex trafficking are not of legal age consent. We're talking about a 12-year-old person. We're talking about a 13-year-old person. And and I think you guys also alluded to it very well early on that there are male victims as well. Mm. A, a, a sort of a, a not talked about part of the, the, the equation here sometimes. Um, we have male victims. We've worked with male victims. Um, I, I would be remiss to, to think that there's not somebody out there who's looking online right now, or I mean, regularly, Mm -hmm. I I shouldn't say right now at this moment, but with some con, some, um, consistency looking for a younger male online, specifically targeting or searching for that kind of, of vulnerable person to take advantage of. How are you seeing this impact community beyond that then? What, where does this lead? Well, we're in a, we're in a much better place than we were a few years ago. I remember as a police officer going to some human trafficking training five or six years ago and asking myself, "What? What? This is like free training. I guess I'll go." But what? I mean, I don't know that there's really a purpose because what do we have for human trafficking here? Because as a police officer, I didn't know what I was looking at. Mm. I, did, I I thought the same thing is, is that I think that the larger community thinks, and that this has implications on so many things for our community, for those young people and organizations like Paul. When I got asked to be on this, I was excited because I know Meg and I know Pam mm. and, and those are important connections and relationships. Uh, I mentioned the brave BCAC earlier and I know the advocate who works with trafficking victims and makes those connections to help somebody walk towards, towards a little bit better life where they're not 16 years old and substance dependent and at the, the whim of their trafficker. Right. Who do, the, these are kids that oftentimes feel like the system has failed them. And this this hopefully with these partnerships, it gives them a better chance. So like when you go into a situation where, you know, this is happening, 
what is your what are your next steps and then who do you work with and how does that work out to help these girls and young women yeah so as a law enforcement employee we have to think a little bit broader than what our normal our normal um, toolbox is right we're not just going to arrest our way out of the solution we've got to build partnerships we know as i mentioned earlier that i as a police officer i'm not going to walk up to a, a teenage girl and say you know just give me the facts Right. right. And and so that's why we've sort of taken a step back and realized that we're not the the end all be all solution. But these partnerships through I've got a name and with our advocacy resources locally with Voice of Hope and with Brave B that we've that we've got people that will help us build those relationships to not just hold people accountable, but but help people get to a, to a better quality. Of How life. have you seen that help? I, I there's success stories that Paul talked about, yeah. and I, I can share other success yeah. stories. And there's nothing more rewarding than feeling like you've helped make a difference in somebody. So you're life. actually seeing not only you going into the problem or identifying the issue, you're seeing the outcome of that as well through these organizations. Like Abs- you're seeing that. Absolutely true. Yeah, through the work of the what I what I like to refer to as everyday heroes, the advocates right. that work in our community that are building those relationships and helping lift people into a better position. That's that's awesome. That's amazing. So, Paul, thank you for for just the work that you're doing and, and bringing the awareness. What is the punishment for this? How does it play out? Yeah, it's an interesting an interesting um, application of statutes. So, sex trafficking. If you have sex trafficking of a minor, that's one thing. Sex trafficking by itself is difficult to prove. And in fact, a lot of these cases oftentimes are prosecuted. I don't mean to speak on behalf of, of that's a different different side of the, the process, right? But a lot of times you, you don't see them prosecuted across the state as sex trafficking cases. Many are, but sometimes you see them as first-degree sex assault of a child because of uh, sentencing implications or details within the case that can be proven victim's age things like that um there's a there's also um i I don't want to say it was a loophole but there's also a change to statute coming in the new year um for convictions related to sex trafficking that require um registration under the sex offender registry as well that doesn't currently exist what kind of support are you receiving then from a police department standpoint i mean is it you know you're part of a unit right that sure. uh, specifically is focused on this or part of this how does that work and what kind of support are you receiving right so uh, so i work as with the special victims unit and human trafficking is one of the the fragments of what what we do in the unit right and we have a terrific team response um working with county attorneys working with advocates working with Department of Health and Human Services and and all of the other um, entities, the, the service providers, um, those partnerships are are so critical to getting a you know for us what we call a case, but that's a person mm-hmm. or people, um, but getting to that to to a place where it can make progress, whether it be through the courts or through the outcome for the survivor. It is uh, 545. We're talking with um, Paul Yates, the executive director of I've Got a Name, and Captain Jake Dilsaver from the Lincoln Police Department on 1499.3 KLIN. So, all right, let's look at, so if somebody suspects something might be going on, what does that look like, and then what can we do? Like, what are the steps? What are the best steps to take if you, uh, you know, would I, you know, think, well, maybe this is happening, but then do I, do I do anything about it? There's a, a reservation. And then can I do it anonymously? Like, what do we take steps as far as just regular community members? Yeah. I think those are all really legitimate concerns. Um, you don't want to out somebody if they're not doing it. Right. Right. Um, but, and you also don't want to identify yourself. Maybe, um, Crime Stoppers is an option. You know, four seven five thirty six hundred. Uh, the phone number that you gave earlier, the eight three three. Please look is a Nebraska 
Human Trafficking Hotline, Nebraska. Um, that's a terrific, terrific resource. Go to the I've Got a Name website. I mean, uh, the the HSI's the Homeland Security's Blue Campaign. Mm-hmm. There, the, all of those are are good options. Um, I think that we've created a little bit of a, a a response of if it's not affecting me, it's not my problem, right? And it's difficult to maybe blame somebody. But worst case scenario, from a report to one of those directions that I just mentioned, there there's not going to be harm done. Okay. I mean, you might help save somebody. Mm-hmm. So what do we look for then, Paul? <laughs> that is the challenging question, as you just alluded to, because you have to be very careful, you know, and I think, yeah, there are cer- certain signs. Um, uh, and I, well, I've just had one recently where this um, service provider said, yeah, they're working with this family and this young girl all of a sudden has a lot of new things. No job, very young, 14 years old, uh, I'll, I'll, you know, Clothes have changed, new phone. I mean, so where's this coming from? You know, um, uh, a woman that I that I met up in Omaha when she was younger, she, her and her owner were standing in a store, and the person looked at him and said, "You look so sad." Mm. You know, and of course, right away, the owner said, "Oh, she's just not feeling really well today." Doing all the talking for her, mm. you know. So somebody that has no voice at all. Okay, if you're in a situation where you're trying to engage, they don't have any identification on them. You know, those kind of things. It's change in behavior, isolation. A lot of things, a lot of emotions go with this. The shame, the guilt, you know, the fear, especially, um, you know, that can really cloud, especially a young person's mind. Um, as if our phones don't do that enough to us, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, yep. then you have an individual there pouring that on them as well. It, it scares them, mm-hmm. you know. So when they start getting a little more isolated and hiding things, and I'm just going to say this right now, parents, Know what's on your kids' phones. Mm. Know what's on their phones. And and I always say, if your child turns 16, you don't throw them the keys and say, go out and have a great time tonight with the car. Right. You know, no, you don't do that because you love them. Look at their phones. Talk to them. You know, what age is up to you? A, a, a child should have a smartphone. How about just a phone they can use a call? Does that have to be a smartphone? Mm. Those are the kind of questions. But dialogue with your kids when they're young and make it normal and natural as they grow up. Right. Right. Yeah. So important. Well, let's, um, let's, we got a few minutes left here. Let's talk about I've got a name and what you're doing for the future. Uh, you've got some plans coming up. Obviously, you won the big give, $100,000. How is that uh, able to help you in this area? Yeah, I, I want to say first and foremost, thank you to everyone who voted for us. There are a lot of great organizations mm-hmm. out there that we we're, I hate to say, competing against, but Lincoln's a great city, yep. you know, and so we're very blessed by that. Also, understand that this money received is for new initiatives for next year, not our baseline. <laughs> So please, if you support us, can you just support <laughs> us, please? We <laughs> live solely on donations. And, and I've always said this. I've said this to you before. This is my office right, right now. Right. We don't have an office, okay? It's coffee shops or wherever, okay? That's where I met you. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Coffee yeah, shop. That's, that's coffee shop. But one of the things we're really excited about is mark your calendar. And I think in January 1, it'll be on our website. But August 5th, we're going to have our Protect to Connect conference, the first conference in Lincoln, Nebraska, about sex trafficking in Lincoln, Nebraska. Mm. And we hope to have law enforcement there and a bunch of people there and really it's it's for the community you know yes we'll invite the hospitality industry the medical communities you know this public schools but we're all parents pretty Mm -hmm. much it's to protect our youth and become more aware so there'll be a more about that follow us on facebook you can register for it it's gonna be pretty inexpensive it's on a saturday so we hope people can be there and learn 
The other thing we're doing with the resources we received is uh, uh, Pam, our, our outreach uh, specialist, is going to go full-time, hmm, which good. I will tell you, back in January, I think Megan was working with nine or ten women uh, in January, and that may not sound like a lot. That is a tremendous amount of people, hmm. up and down emotions. In October, it was 25. Okay, so Pam's going to be working full time with us, which is great. The other thing we want to do is we're still trying to figure this out is have an, a something through a, a texting through phone or website, but not for the public to see, but for victims. Okay, or those are vulnerable that can actually talk one on one at a certain time of day with Pam or Megan, our outreach team, mm. okay, and ask them questions. This is anonymous. This is confidential. This is a safe harbor mm-hmm. to talk about what's going on in your life. And it could be a parent saying, hey, I'm really concerned about my daughter or my neighbor's daughter or something like that. We hope we can engage. And I say, you know, if we can save one person all next year because of that, amen to mm-hmm. that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, our men's movement. We're trying to get men to stand up and get engaged. You know, you know. I, often when I speak, public speaking, a dad will come up to me afterwards and he goes, I've got three daughters, man. This just freaks me out. And I'm going, do you have any sons? Yeah, I have, I have two sons. Well, you need to talk to them too, mm-hmm. okay? And I believe, and I get some pushback on this sometimes, but this is a big man issue. Yeah, women sell and buy too. And I know boys get trafficked too. But the most of the purchasers that we're involved with, most of the buyers are men. Mm. And we and guys, if you have issues out there with pornography or these things, it, it's not a weakness to admit it to someone that you that you that you feel comfortable talking to. It's a strength. Admit and talk about it. Okay, you need to get some healing, man. You know, for your sake of yourself, your family, the community. Um, and, and it's it's serious. It's really I can't. Just, I, I know someone right now, um, a distant friend who's last January started a ten year sentence. In federal prison, no parole, and a sex offender, federal case, because it was a minor in a sting operation. And if you'd meet him, you'd think he's a great guy. He had some great problems. Mm. So I, I can't stress that enough, man. So if anybody listening wants to get involved, what can they do? Go to I've got a name dot org. Um, it's challenging for us people that want to get involved and volunteer. This is such confidential and sensitive information, but we want you to step forward. We're asking people to help volunteer for us to promote our, our event next year. Uh, have a lot of different committees to get involved. Um, we're also a faith based community. Mm-hmm. So we do believe strongly in prayer. It, this is a big spiritual battle, we believe. So, um, and I always tell people my second name is contact us on our website. So if you want to talk to Paul Yates, just go with, or Paul at I've got a name.org. Um, I'd love to visit with you. And if you want us to come speak to your, um, an organization, a business, a church community, we'd love to do that. That's more engagement. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be some huge event. In fact, the smaller ones are generally better because you can have a conversation. And again, I also do, you know, I thank Jake again for being here yeah. because it's so critical that we have law enforcement involved in this. They're the key part of it. Jake, anything you want to share at the end here? You know, I, I, I think you've said it all really well. I just appreciate the opportunity. It, as, as much as a majority of the community doesn't want to believe that it exists, mm. it does. And it takes all of us to help help make it better. Yeah. So if people want to get in touch again, what's the phone number for anonymous uh you know, yeah, there's the contact. Crime Stoppers at 475-3600. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then I've got a name.org. So that's it. Paul, Jake, thank you so much for coming in. This was really, really good. I want to encourage, if you're listening today and this has struck a chord, I want to encourage you to go back and listen to our podcast. Share it. Share the link. All you have to do is go to KLIN.com. You can grab our KLIN app. Uh, just go to Drive Time Lincoln and check out the podcast there. Listen to it again and then get involved. 
do something, at least be aware, right? At least be aware. So, guys, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it. Thank you. You bet. It's 5.54. We're going to take our final break here and wrap things up in just a minute. You're listening to Drive Time Lincoln on 1499.3 KLIN. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. Well, at 5.57, it is 34 degrees in Lincoln. Feels like 27. A little chilly outside on Drive Time Lincoln. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. I'm Doug Fitzgerald filling in for the Commander. Jack's going to be back again next week. And like I said, weather for the rest of the week, we're in the 40s, maybe dipping down into the 30s. Maybe Thursday we're going to have a little bit of snow. So just be aware of that. We'll keep you up to date on everything that's going on. We do want to talk about some Husker sports, though. We've got a lot of good action coming up on KLIM. Husker men's basketball team's awesome. They did a great job last night beating number 7, Creighton, 63-53. to We're proud of them here in Lincoln. Uh, they're now 6-3. and They've got a big week coming up. Wednesday night they're going to take on 10th-ranked Indiana, pregame at 6.30, tip-off at 7.30. And then on Saturday, man, they're going to face fifth ranked Purdue. That's a tough that's a tough few days. Pre-game at 12:15, tip-off at 1:15. Both games can be heard right here on KLIN. And the Husker volleyball team obviously they are on a roll beating Delaware State in Kansas in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Thursday, they travel to Louisville. They're going to take on Oregon in the second round. It's an early one too. Um the first serve is going to be at 10 a.m. So um, you're going to want to get up, grab some coffee and cheer on the Huskers. Then the Husker uh, women's basketball team, they're doing awesome too, man. We just got great news in sports. They're 6-3, and three, having a great start to the year. Uh, they had a big win over 20th-ranked Maryland. Their next game is going to be Wednesday night against Wisconsin. So stick, uh, stay tuned to KLIM. We'll take care of you and making sure that you know all about Husker sports and everything that's going on, especially everything that's going to be aired right here on KLIN as well. Well, we just had a great show. I really appreciate uh, Paul and Jake coming in. Again, man, uh, check out the podcast for this, uh, for this show. Um, if you want to not only re-listen to it, but share it with people. You can go to KLIN.com. You can find it also on the KLIN app um, and also listen to all of our past shows. So big thanks to our guests, Paul Yates and Captain Jake Dilsaver. We appreciate them coming in. Big thanks to our producer, Johnny Cadillac, because he's absolutely awesome. Uh, Sports Nightly is up next. You're listening to Drive Time Lincoln on 1400 and 99.3 KLIN. Have a great night, everyone.